Davis goes under center again, takes the snap, and he gets in this time. Touchdown, Ottawa. Dominique Davis. And the Red Blacks are a two-point convert away. Into the end zone he goes, and it is a tie game, 14-14. We got ourselves a finish here in Ottawa, 8 minutes and 40 seconds to go. And they start at their own 39. Kilgore's got Gable standing beside him. Four receivers to the left side as Kilgore takes the drop. Looks downfield. He's going deep, and it is complete. They have finally hooked up. After it seems weeks and weeks of trying, Logan Kilgore has finally hit Davaris Daniels with the long shot. Logan Kilgore, five yards back of David Beard. He's got C.J. Gable to his left. Three receivers to the right side, two to the left. There's the snap. Gable stays in the block. Kilgore's throwing, going to the back of the end zone, and well, for a signal. Touchdown, Eskimos. What a catch at the back of the end zone by Tavon Smith. The Eskimos are back in the win column after a win in Ottawa, 21-16. The Eskimos are in Hamilton now, and that's where the coaches show comes uh, tonight uh, with head coach Jason Moss. And Jason, first, let's address that. It's kind of a strange situation. Guys get to do it maybe once a year, maybe once every other year. It's kind of neat to be on the road together for this long. Yeah, it's great. Um, you know, it's a tradition I think Edmonton used to do quite a bit, uh, particularly back in when I was playing. And uh, it's always good to get on the road and, and be with your guys for a while. And um, you know, kind of, um, you know, get closer. I mean, at the end of the day, we're, we're a pretty close-knit team. We've been that way all year, but there's nothing quite like being on the road and us versus them mentality, and, uh, you know, that's a, that's a good thing for us right now. Talking to Logan Kilgore earlier today, and he said that he's never been on a team that has done this much team building, uh, has never done the games and the other events together that, that he's seen this year. He says he's really enjoyed, and I know going into the season, that was one of your goals, right? Yeah, I mean, our, our goal at the beginning of the year was to be as tight-knit and as close as possible. I uh, felt like that was going to help us down the road, and um, ultimately is what I felt like was missing from years past. So, you know, we uh, put a big onus on it. Um, you know, our, you know, the way we've played throughout the year, you know, I, I, I feel like it's helped us uh, being that way, uh, particularly on a rough stretch the last month. You know, our, our team is very tight, very, very close-knit, and... Uh, they're still pulling for each other, fighting for each other, and it's showing. A lot of work put into it, and now I guess it's the time of year when you really want to see the payback. Yeah, and I mean, like I said, this kind of road trip helps it tremendously. So, uh, you know, this is uh, couldn't come at a better time, to be honest with you. So, you know, I, it was fun, you know, playing in Ottawa, winning that game in the locker room the way it was and knowing that this was uh, – or that was just the start of this week. So, you know, it's kind of on a positive note right now, and we just want to end the week on that that way as well. Did you sense a big sigh of relief in the room after finally ending that losing streak? Uh, whether you say it's a sense of relief or not, I mean, we all know, you know, as much as we preach the, the one game at a time process, you know, it's still, it's in the back of your minds that, you you know, you're not, you haven't been successful in a while, and you don't know what that feeling's like again, and you want to feel it, so... All that hard work we've been putting in, you, you don't get to, you know, get much for it, you know, and that's why we try to preach also don't just enjoy the wins. you got to enjoy the whole thing and getting better and the adversity that comes with winning and comes with losing. Um, you know, I, I feel like that's what you need to focus on, but absolutely when you win, you forget that feeling too and how great it is and, um, you know, it, Again, it's not that we're going to try any harder to do it. It's just it's a good realization of how nice it is to win. 
go back to the game on Saturday in Ottawa. You guys really grounded out. I mean, you stuck with it all game long. Uh, they made a game of it in the second half, and you guys answered the bell at that point. Yeah, I mean, I think the the game wasn't easy. Um, you know, watching them play the last three or four weeks, I mean, they played Hamilton very tough at home. I mean, when Hamilton didn't jump on them, that game was tight throughout the whole game. Um, the other games, you know, people jumped on them, and their score was 21 to nothing before they blinked, you know, and all that stuff. So those games were a little bit different. And then watching us, you know, play them, you know, the game was very even killed through the first you know, 15 minutes. Uh, I think it was three to one at one point, and then, you know, we we finally got it going a little bit there at the end of the second quarter. But it was a tight ball game. I mean, our, our defense, our special teams, was keeping us with great field position. We just weren't doing much on offense, uh, but everyone kept kept together. And then we found our groove a little bit in the second quarter at the end, and then opened the drive in the third quarter with a touchdown. And that kind of you know, I think uh, gave us all a sigh of relief there. They came back and made it a game of it again, and then we made some big plays down the stretch and then closed the game out. So, um, you know, whenever you win a game like that, I've always said it, it's, it's difficult to win in this league. It's difficult to win on the road. Anytime you can do those things, it, it means a lot. Um, and more than anything, when you win a tight ball game like that, it really, really helps your confidence and belief in each other. Nothing's better in pro sports, they say, than winning on the road. And maybe even the style, you did it too with a fourth quarter drive to put the winning points up. Tell me about that drive and how it all came together. Yeah, I mean, we were, I think it was four minutes to go in the game. And, you know, we just got the ball back, hadn't done much with it the last, you know, few series. And it was a tight ball game, tied game. And, uh, you know, we called a shot uh, that Logan had, you know, had success with in practice. We felt we were holding it. We thought of calling it a few different times in the game, but just didn't feel the spot was was necessary. And then all of a sudden, this this big spot, we figured it was either now or never, and just decided to call that play. And again, Logan made a great read. Our O line and running backs did a great job blocking, and Devaris did a good job locating the ball and running under it, and made a great, fantastic catch. And then we just finished the drive. I mean, Devon comes up. We come up with a couple of big runs, and then Devon, you know, comes up with a. a beautiful catch in the back of the end zone uh whether it's debatable or not it was a catch it was ruled on the field to catch and wasn't enough evidence to overturn it so it's a catch and you know it wasn't an easy one either i mean he had to go up over two people and catch it so he did a fantastic job there and uh you know ultimately that was enough i mean uh, our defense held from there and um it was it was great to, to to get that going I know the review didn't take that long, but was it tough to kind of sweat that one out and wonder how it was going to fall? Because you've had them go the wrong way for you sometimes, and when you feel you're in the right, sometimes it goes the wrong way. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, you've seen it go the other, get called the other way, and you feel like, like you said, that they should have been called one way or the other. When I initially saw it on the replay, I thought it was a catch, and I said, I, in my mind, I thought there isn't enough evidence to overturn it anyways. So, but the back of your mind is that, yeah, we're going to have to kick a field goal here. But uh, thankfully, you know, it, it did get called that way. You know, we had two other big balances not go our way in that game. You know, you have quarterback fumbles the ball out of his hands and somehow turns around and catches it in midair. I've never seen that before. And I've never seen a ball go 10 feet up in the air and a running back catch it with a guy all over him. So, I mean, those two fumbles right there would have the, – the one that, with uh, Dom – fumbling would have sealed the game. I mean, that would have been game over. But ultimately, they both get those back. So you you wonder if a break is going to go to your way. And thankfully, you know, one did at the end. 
Logan Kilgore got better as the game went along. It seems he's improved as this stint as the starter uh, continues. He's gone about two and a half games now. Tough situation because he works hard. A guy in his spot works hard all season long to to stay ready for the just-in-case scenario, and you never really expect it to happen, but you got to be ready for it. And he's come in, and he's given you a chance to win the two games he started. Yeah, no, I mean, he's he's absolutely done what a guy behind the, the starter is doing does. I mean, that's be prepared, be ready to go. The only way you can do that is by putting yourself in those situations all year long, each week preparing like the starter. I mean, that's that's a very, very old cliche that everyone prepares like a starter. I can vouch for Logan's pre- preparation. It's, sec- it's as good as anybody. Um, you know, he's right up there with Trevor, the way he prepares for the game. He spends as much time in the room as anybody. So you can see why he has been able to give us an opportunity to win these games. Um, you know, you're you're not the starter. You know, you don't get all the reps during the year. So obviously it's hard to be as sharp as that guy when you're called upon. But I think the game's starting to slow down a little bit for Logan now. Just the execution in practice, the execution in the huddle, the the command of the huddle. I mean, 10 weeks ago, you know, there was a, a walkthrough where it was terrible. And it was... You know, basically, you know, he and I and Jordan had a conversation about what he needed to improve on. And since that day, he's gotten nothing but better. But ultimately, when you finally get the reps, you kind of it all comes back to you. And I think he's done just done tremendous job since then. I want to get your comment on a couple other guys who were kind of thrust back into the spotlight as well. Give me your thoughts on Travis Bond back in and not playing guard, but playing left tackle, which is a spot he hasn't played a lot with the Eskimos. And Hugh O'Neill looked great returning from injury. Yeah, I mean Travis. Yeah, you're right. I mean he hasn't. He's played every position for us in practice during training camp. He played all five positions. Um, you know, so we kind of felt like if we needed to go to him at some point anywhere, he could do it. Uh, obviously, when we decided to go left tackle last week, we put him in at practice, and it, it was very, very good. I mean, he, he has great feet. Um, you know, he's very. Um, I'll say subtle isn't the word. He's. Uh, very sure, uh, assured of himself on the, on the edge of how he uh, has sets and his drops and things like that. Um, he's also a physical presence. I mean, when he comes off the ball, he comes off the ball with bad intentions, so, which is a good thing. So I thought he did a tremendous job. Um, not easy to play left tackle in this league, particularly your first start of the year, but uh, he did a tremendous job doing it. And then Hugh was outstanding, if you ask me, coming back from that long layoff, still dealing with his knee. Uh, it's not 100%, but it's good enough to play. Um, he, he pinned them deep a few different times. The kickoffs were, you know, down to the 10 every time, which is huge, huge for us. Um, you know, so it's great to have him back. Ottawa's offense has been struggling the last few games, and it's, that's a tough position to, to be in when you're playing against them because you don't want to be the team they, they come back to life against. Your defense, I thought, was just smothering. They did what they had to do. They, you know, they did what other teams have done the last couple of weeks, but it's tough to do that, to come in and, and put the pressure on a team offensively uh, that's been struggling. They, they came in, shut them down, all sorts of pressure. Just everything went well for them. Yeah, I mean, they, they definitely, absolutely, they were uh, smothering is a very good word to use because watching the film, there's always guys in the backfield. Uh, there were a lot of negative yardage plays for them uh, in the run game, passing situations with sacks, hits on the quarterback, big hits on the running backs, um, you know, lots of people around the ball at all times. The only thing, I mean, you know, their, their offense didn't turn over the ball. I mean, that, that's, that was a, a, big, a big thing. I mean, we had opportunities for, I believe, four turnovers, and we didn't get, get them. So, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, maybe we got the one at the downs on the end. But, you know, the, 
the end of the day, um, you know, the, our, you're right. Our, our defense played the game like you think it should be played against that team. And, um, again, I thought it was tremendous. I thought it was outstanding. Last couple of games, you started to pile up the sacks again. Did you get away from and did you get back to pressure or are you just having more success with the pressure the last couple of games? Well, I think um, different games call for different things. So there's not there's certain teams that we've played against that get the ball out of their hands very quickly. So whether you were bringing pressure or not, you're probably not going to get those sacks. But you are still going to try to affect the quarterback. So we were just trying to affect the quarterback some different ways. Teams weren't holding the ball against us, so we changed some things up. But ultimately, we know our MO is to get pressure and, and to get those, those sacks help us. So, uh, you know, there was a concerted effort on Lolly's part to do some different things that we've been doing. Um, we always add, you know, a scheme here, a scheme there, and it's just really whether or not the offense figures it out at some point uh, during a game and what our adjustments are off of it. But, uh, you know, I thought uh, for a couple games there, I know we were playing a quarterback that got rid of the ball very quickly, so it was hard to pile up the sacks. But, you know, since that point, I think we've, we've done a very good job of doing it. This is the Eskimos Coaching Show with uh, Jason Moss. Uh, we're in Hamilton where the Eskimos take on the Ticats on Friday. It'll be a 5 o'clock kickoff, 3.30 for the countdown to kickoff with myself and Dave Campbell. The Coaching Show is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. More with Jason Moss when we continue on 6.30. Chet. It's day one in Hamilton for the Eskimos as they camp out here for the week heading into Friday's game. Morley Scott back with Jason Moss on the Eskimos Coaching Show. Jason, uh, early start to the week here in Hamilton. How's it gone for you? Talk about the facilities and what has to change for the way you do your normal prep because you you're in a hotel. Yeah, I mean, we, um, you know, we've got meeting space, which is first and foremost what you need uh, to, to be able to implement game plans and whatnot with the players. So we've got plenty of that space here at the hotel. Uh, brought a printer in last night, so we we're able to, to basically get the necessary materials to our players. Um, you know, our makeshift locker rooms down there. So we were going to bust to the field t- today, and we did bust today, and we bust tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow is our first practice on the field. Uh, time change is a little bit different. We're still trying to stay more on Edmonton time than anything. Um, so get, letting the guys rest and sleep in uh, from what their normal routine is here, but uh, very similar to what their wake-up routine is at home. Um, but the facilities here are manageable. So you know they're, they're, it's not going to be what it is at home, but uh, that's the reason you're on the road and you just got to make do. Um, our guys are... Again, it, it forces us to, to adjust, and which is a good thing. That's what a lot of people don't understand and realize is you just don't got to find a practice field. You got to have meeting rooms, video rooms. Coaches have to have their own rooms to do the game prep and everything. There's a there's a whole lot involved in being on the road for a week for a football team. Oh, no, there's no question. So, uh, you know, it's there's a lot of things that can distract you. You got to be very good about you know uh, getting the work in still that you need to get in. And uh, keeping your nose to the grindstone, and for our players, the same thing. You got to be disciplined. You know, they're, they, I want them to have as much fun as possible, but obviously, getting rest and getting recovered, uh, sticking together when they go out in groups, uh, is is paramount. I mean, uh, there's a lot of things that they can go and wander and do, but ultimately, they're they're on a business trip. They know that. Uh, you know, they got to have each other's back and and take care of one another and take care of each other and themselves. Um, so as much as it's, you know. Uh, fun and games out here we've still got a job to do do you have extracurricular activities planned for this week 
I don't. I mean, like you said, for the coaches, we're so busy trying to implement these game plans. I feel like the players, they know each other pretty well now. Um, I feel like the, the, they can go ahead and, and do some things on their own together. Um, there's plenty to do around here, and they've been off since, you know, 3 o'clock, so they don't have to be in a team meeting again until tomorrow morning. Uh, they've been given part of their game plan today. They'll get the majority of it tomorrow. So, uh you know, tonight would be the night to go out and have a good time and enjoy themselves, uh, and I think they will. But as far as us doing anything as a team, it's it's difficult. I mean, we have so much to do, the coaches do, to, to prep in such a short amount of time. Um, you know, but ultimately, like I said, there's leaders on our team for reasons. If, they, if they're smart, they'll all get together and they'll do something. Um, but uh, either way, we're together anyways, so that's good enough. Uh, Trevor Harris is with the team, and uh, he's going to be around the team this week. Uh, any kind of update you can give us? We're still in the same situation, I imagine, where he's just getting the rest till he's feel better. Yeah, I mean, that, exactly. He's we gave no time frame. We have no timetable. It's really about him, you know, his body recovering and and um, dealing with the injury that he has. The moment he can grip a ball and throw it and rip it without any discomfort is the moment he'll go back to playing again. And uh, that's what we're all looking forward to. Uh, hope it happens uh, sooner rather than later. But ultimately, you know, we're, we're prepared to, to go with Logan as long as uh, Trevor's out. 3.30 for the uh, countdown to kickoff on Friday. 5 o'clock is game time. The Eskimos and the Hamilton Tiger Cats. And uh, Tiger Cats are a good football team. I know uh, they're 11-3. and three. They're winning decisive football games. Uh, they're going to challenge you on all three sides of the ball. Yeah, I mean they're they're 11 and three for a reason. Um, you know, obviously we've played them already. We know how good they are. Um, you know, they went right after they beat us, went right back in and beat Winnipeg soundly. So you know, they they definitely got it going right now. Um, they are an all three phase team. They've got great coaches and players and schemes, and uh, they're playing at home. And I know they're honoring the '99 Great Cup team there. So they're obviously going to want to put on a show for them and their fans. So. Uh, it's going to be a hostile environment. It's um, you know probably needed for us to go in there and, and feel that way again. Same mentality of us against the world, and um, you know to go to go out there and, and put on a show and, and beat them in their own place like that will send a statement to the rest of the league and, and to our, ourselves as well. Um, you know it'd be a, a huge win for us. With the loss of Jeremiah Masoli, I think they've been pretty impressive. Still putting up the yards, putting up the numbers, and, and getting the wins with Dane Evans at quarterback. Yeah, I mean, he's no slouch. I mean, he's he's also been their system. This, I believe, is second year in the system. Uh, I know it's first with Tommy and what they run, but, uh, you know, he's been in, in the Tie Cats organization, so he kind of gets it. I think people around him know know him. Um, he's as good. I mean, he's playing as good a football as any quarterback in our league right now, so he's hot. I think Tommy calls a great game for him. Um, the schemes they run, like I've said before, put a lot of pressure on a team to – to game plan against they've got skill positions as good as any anybody's in the league uh their old line blocks well their running backs whoever it ends up being in there can get the job done both in the backfield and out so they, i mean they have had a very very dangerous offense but that quarterback makes it all go and he's done a tremendous job the offense gets the headlines but their defense has been pretty solid too tell me about the challenges playing them on defense yeah, I mean, they've got a great front seven. Their two linebackers are extremely active. Obviously, Simone, Simone's, uh, you know, made a ton of tackles this year, makes a lot of plays. Ja'Garrett Davis is as good as any, 
uh, rush or quick in the league. Um, you know, Halsair uh, uh, is the same. I think he's good off the ball as well, and their interior guys are very difficult to, to deal with. Um, you know, so they get a lot of push. They create a lot of problems, but they also do some creative things up front too that make you ID things differently. And really it's, you know, you can – you can be as you know physically perfect as you want, but you've got to also start with the mental side of it when you play them because they can make you look real silly quickly if you don't know what they're doing. And thankfully for us, the last time we played them, I felt like we had a, a good plan. Gibby put a great uh, protection plan in, and I felt like we, we executed that well, but they're still physically gifted. They're still going to physically make plays. So uh, mentally are the ones you want to stay away from making those mistakes. Physically, you just got to play the game, and you know, you're going to win some, you're going to lose some. They're just that good, but ultimately you got to win more than you lose. Countdown to kickoff at 3.30 on Friday. The game will start at 5 o'clock from Hamilton, the Eskimos, and the Ticats. That's the coach's show for Jiffy Lube this week. Uh, Jason, thanks for your time. Uh, good luck this week and enjoy the week in Hamilton. Thank you. Appreciate it.